Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Wind's General Manager, David McDerris, we discuss the latest on renewable energy. Check out our additional educational information on our website at mwands.com. Thank you for downloading this podcast, and please subscribe. Broadcasting almost live, a few days live, from our brand new classroom here at Missouri Wind and Solar. I'm sitting here looking at David's pulpit that he had built over here. Actually, I think we've determined that it's more of a bullpit than a pulpit (laughs) because of content that's going to flow from there. As we sit here, you, you'll probably hear in the background at least a few times during this conversation, you'll hear a big chunk in the background. That boom, like right on, right on cue. Right on cue. That is our, that is the wind turbine dumping, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm making sure. So if you come to one of our classrooms, you'll see our all in one board here that has a wind turbine coming into it and it is dumping periodically. So that's what you hear the big chunk in the background. But we're really proud of this classroom. Our first class is going to be here May the 1st. I don't know if this podcast will be out before then. We always have to send them off for editing. But if not, we're going to be having our first class run through here on May 1st. And if you haven't already, you can look on the mainwindandsolar.com website. And there is a tab that says Workshop. And you can click on that and you can see all of our workshop offerings that we're doing now. So we have a full line that we're offering. Uh, We've actually added two more that I don't know that, I can't remember if we talked about them in the last podcast that we're talking about. I think so. Batteries and wiring and the off-grid versus grid-tied. So there's a class on, on those that we're offering. So check those out. But moving on to the actual podcast portion of the day, this is this is going to be a little bit different than a little bit different subject fair than what we normally talk about. We we're usually pretty much delving into the technical nature of alternative in energy, and I guess today we're gonna we're gonna wander off into the philosophical a little bit. So sit back, enjoy, <laughs> as we talk a little bit about Dave and I were talking for a few minutes about this before the podcast. Is that we really I don't think we can stress enough that now is the time to buy into wind and solar. It really is one of the peak times. If you follow the finance at all and you'll, you know, you see stuff like, you know, Bitcoin is at, I don't know what it is today, 55,000 or some 57 is what it was trading earlier today. Stupid. And I know the first time I ever had it, it was probably, you know, a hundred bucks or something <laughs> like that. And you know, you look back at that and go, well, if only I, I did this. I think that's where we are right now today with wind and solar. And to, to be specific about this, it has a lot to do with what's happening regarding the inflation that we're going to be seeing coming here shortly. We certainly don't mean to get off in the political weeds because everybody has their opinion about all that. And, you know, nobody's right but me and you in that case. So, That's right. But I think what we're seeing right now 
is I don't think anybody can argue that what was the last two before us we bought? Were they seven bucks? Seven, yeah, almost almost eight dollars for a for a two by four. Lumber is three times. I mean, there's been many deals come out. Lumber is three times the cost as it was a year ago. And so if for some reason, if you think that all of a sudden, you know, trees are are three times more valuable this year than they were last year, you might be wrong. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, that's a tough one to argue that there's not inflation. And I think the other very clear thing that we see is the, I mean, and, and again, we won't get off into the stock market, but the stock market is one and just housing in general is one. Yeah. And I've, you know, done a lot of my reading and all the stuff that I, that I do for, for kicks and giggles. And I think what I've read about it that, that I really agree with is that the stock market isn't, there's not additional value there. And the housing market doesn't have additional value there. There's just more money out there. And these assets are being increased to represent the amount of cash. And let me let me say that a different way and give an example that I think everybody that's listening could agree to. And again, analogies are, are never perfect, right? So let's just say you've got a car you're wanting to sell, truck you're wanting to sell, and you want to sell that truck for $1,000. Well, somebody comes along and says, you know, I'll buy it for $1,000. And you're ready to buy it to them. And then there's another person that comes along and says, well, I'll buy it for 1200 Well, you know, what's that truck worth now? Well, $1,200. Well, then all of a sudden, if somebody else comes in and says, I'll pay you $10,000 for it, what's that truck worth now? It's worth $10,000, but that asset is no, no different right. than it was before. And you got to wonder, well, where's, you know, and, and that's just basically, again, politics aside, that's just basically what the government did with, with the, the stimulus money. Now, you go back and look and say, well, what were the amounts that they sent out? Was it like, was it $1,400? first one was, was the six or 800 and that was the first one we got, and then the, or maybe it was eight hundred, and then the child got half of that, and then then it came out six hundred, and that was for every individual child and right. you know, adult, and then and then another fourteen hundred came out after that, so a total of around twenty, I think it's around twenty eight hundred dollars per individual. I mean, or very close to that. I mean, over a lot of people that we're talking about. I mean, and I know people look at that and they say, well, okay. You know that's not a lot of money, right? And and well, and people in the big picture, right, in, in, right. in trying to buy groceries or right. pay your pay your mortgage for a month. Yeah, if you were behind, and and you know, I mean, it just it kept your nose above. Right. And hopefully, it kept your nose above water. Yeah. Well, what that has not taken into consideration, and what is staggering to me when you stop and look at this, so that amount of money had nothing to do with anything. I think that that amount of money was and I don't mean to be insulting out there so if you got that and it that you know kept you from going under please don't take this the wrong way that was just chump change you look at what anybody who's listening to this podcast 
pays in taxes in a year, you go look at your paycheck, your weekly or biweekly or monthly paycheck, take all those taxes times however many weeks or months, and you see if 1400 or, you know, whatever. How much did you, you didn't get anything back near what you put in. Right. Yeah, so 100%. <laughs> so you 100% still on that deal. You still sent them a lot more money than they sent you. So that that really was nothing but maybe you getting a little pre-tax refund from April 15th. Right. But I know this from talking with some of my friends in some of the other industries out there that the PPP loan forgiveness for companies out there was huge in some instances. And you talk about, so the PPP was, that was based on, on wages that you were paid. Right. And so you look at, and I know for a fact from, from some of this, from like a law firm or an accounting firm or a development company that continued to keep working Right, because people were paying for their accountants, they were still paying for their attorneys. They were still, you know, I bet you everybody here was still paying for, you know, their Microsoft Excel products or you know whatever software. So those people were still working, making money, but they were given millions, millions of dollars. I mean, I know a little company that does software. And it's, you know, it's a nobody, nowhere company that got millions and they were still working just like normal. So you're working along, do, 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 like normal. And then the government came in and said, we're here to save you. Here's a million dollars. And so what is a company like that going to do with it? Well, if they're smart business people, they're looking at this saying, holy cow, They've done this with everybody out there. So we're, you know, we're going to start spending that. And then that's when you get into that situation where prices on everything are rising. Prices on housing are going up because now all of a sudden I'm an owner of a business. And I got a million dollars that I didn't have before. Well, I might as well go get, you know, my boat, my yacht, you know, whatever. Because right. now there are plenty of companies out there you know, that needed it in the news, you know, all the restaurants and everything. And it it seemed like, you know, a lot of those folks were having challenges, but a lot of companies weren't. And so they just got all this money. And now you see housing prices rising. You see the stock market freaking out. You see Bitcoin because these folks now know that those are assets, hard assets, and we could argue whether Bitcoin is <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a hard asset. But but are stores of wealth, gold, a gold or silver would be right. another store of wealth. So if you had a silver is a great example where, you know, on Andy Griffith, you know, Barney buys lunch for a quarter. Well, right now a quarter is worth about anywhere from four to six dollars. Well, guess what? Today, lunch, you could probably buy, depending on where you were, lunch for 4 to $6. Right. So it's a storage of wealth. And so that's why these assets are all rising like they are. It's not because they're worth more. It's that your money is worth less. Right. And it's only a matter of time before that starts catching up at 
you know, your, your potatoes and ramen noodles and chicken at the grocery store if in some places you already haven't seen it. So what is this, you know, huge, long <laughs> uh, rambling is talking about the purchasing and inputting of wind and solar. I mean, this is the time to purchase assets that actually can mitigate your bills downstream. Oh. When we talked, a well, you know, if you, if you were able to purchase, you know, put your own well in and then, you know, produce your own electricity. I mean, these type of things and that asset, because what's going to happen is as again, as the money is inflated, your power bill is going to go up. So if you're paying, you know, $200 a, a month for power, Guess what's going to eventually happen? And it's not that it's any more expensive to generate that power. It's just that your dollar isn't worth anymore. Well, in, in essence, too, I mean, it's not just as far as it's not more to generate. You said it's not as you know, anymore. You know, all the employees are they I mean, as inflation rises, I mean, all these groups, they'll want more money themselves. I mean, because they'll feel like they don't have as much their dollars not stretching as far as once it did. So they'll go back collectively to the bargaining table and demand more money. And there's only one way to do that is to raise the electricity prices. And that's going to happen every time that we see inflation. That's going to happen with these companies. Well, just like we talked about the $7 too before. That's right. You know, if I had somebody here that was, you know, besides just me, that was building a house, <laughs> you know, right. and, and they're in a lurch now where two befores were, were three bucks and now they're seven you know, what are their options right. to be able to afford that? Well, you know, they've got to figure out where to, to pick it up. And, and again, so now we're just all, all they basically did with the stimulus. And I know they use this term all the time is they kicked the can downstream. So they threw enough money at us to make us think everything was, you know, we've got money, everything's right. fine. But what is happening and it's not, it's not, it's going to happen. Oh, it is happening. It is happening and has happened. I mean, in some. I mean, we just, one of the things I know that we use miles and miles of is wire. Yeah. And our wire prices have, what, have they, have they, anywhere have they from, doubled yet? Or they, anywhere from a 30% increase to a 100% increase in the actual cost. I mean, depending on what's, which wire you're buying, I mean, which company we're getting it from. Some of them have taken literally a, the cost has doubled. I mean, if it was 50 cents, it's now a dollar. I mean, and, Unfortunately, you know, we use a lot of wire, not just in our systems, but in our builds, you know, and unfortunately it's going to cause, you know, our builds to have to go up on some of this stuff because everything else went up. Metal, I mean, we use a lot of metal for backplating stuff and it's all gone up. And metal is is 15 to 25%. You know, it's really just anything that, and so I 100% agree with you that, I mean, if you're, if you're wanting to get in to the wind and solar industry, and you really need to think about doing it, in my opinion, because it's electricity is not getting cheaper. Electricity is going to only get higher from here out. And I think you're going to see it in the next three to five years rapidly increase in price, not not just be a, a one half cent raise or a half cent. Or, I mean, I think you'll see it here in southwest Missouri. I think you'll see a lot of it jump by, which right now we're at about nine and a half cents a kilowatt hour. I think you'll see it by the year 2025, probably around 15 cents a kilowatt hour. And that's a big number. That's That's a... That's a 33% increase, you know. I don't say this at all because, I mean, we all, in particularly our group, 
that listens to the podcast that buys from us. I mean, I think everybody in our demographic is probably debt averse. I mean, right. nobody yeah. wants to. At this point in time, it actually probably makes more sense to even go into debt to get this. Because if you if you borrowed that money, just like you're talking about with the with the rising price, if you borrowed that money, you basically locked those goods in yeah. at that price. And then you're potentially paying them back with inflated dollars later. Yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, I don't mean the, to get into a huge yeah. economics lesson, but. Well, the average payoff will be that much quicker. You yeah. know, you know, I think we've discussed this before and, you know, and I, and I've always tried to tell all our show, all of our customers, you know, if you're using electricity from the grid and you're paying 10 cents a kilowatt hour, well, that's a sunk cost. If you're wanting to use a kilowatt, you just said that you're willing to give 10 cents, you know? And so when people say, well, what's the payoff, you know, for the equipment right now to be able to pay itself back on a nine and a half cents a kilowatt hour basis. And that's what we base it on. Cause that's our area here. It takes eight years and it will produce all the energy that it, you were going to buy from the electric company. It's going to take eight years to produce that amount. But in that eight year period, you were going to be giving that money away. Anyway, you were going to be giving that money and, to you, the electric and, and giving it away is the right. Yeah, you're way giving it away. You're not getting it back. You're not, retaining any hard asset you are literally renting the car you're just renting the cars now you did get the, you got the use of it you got the well, use of did. it that's just like renting a car you got the use of it but you don't own the car you don't get to make any decision with the car and that's basing that on the nine and a half if all of a sudden that jumps to in three years 15 cents a kilowatt hour now it's five years that you were going to have that right. same cost in it you know so the higher the kilowatt hour goes the faster the payoff is you know that you know and then Anything that you produce after that five-year period is literally free energy. That and, and that assumes, too, and I hate, you know, hate to be tinfoil hat, that sort of thing. That assumes, too, that, that nothing bad happens with all of this, too, that with all the craziness. Oh, that's yeah. Going on. Yeah, that's exactly right. It doesn't just have to be the craziness. It has to be Texas on a cold snap. Yeah. I mean— you know, it would have been a pretty nice yeah. well, deal. It's, it it's snowed here, what, yeah. Monday? <laughs> yeah, I'm snowed here Monday, Monday night and Tuesday. It would have been a pretty nice deal in Texas had you had all your stuff set up and everybody said, oh, my gosh, I'm losing power. And you said, I don't understand what's going on because I've got all my stuff on and it's still running perfectly fine. And so with that, I mean, it's not just becoming energy independent. I mean, you know, in the money side of it i mean it's just becoming independent where you just don't rely you know you don't rely on that lineman that that's having to go out in the cold weather and, and that just can't get out there i mean it's just so frigidly cold you know that it's killing transformers i mean it literally was freezing transformers the right. oil in the transformers you know and, and and that's what one of the things was happening you know it wasn't designed for that you know it wasn't designed for that bitter cold you know especially in that part of the country you know so well i think i don't want to make this podcast longer than it needs to be. I think the thing that I would like to end this on, unless you've got some other comments in here, I truly do not believe that you would enhance your system, complete your system, buy your system from scratch and put it in today and regret it two years from now. No, I don't think you'd regret it a year from now. I think I, I think you would 
you would be in re- realizing a cash positive event right very soon and and i think it's it's unfortunate that that will be the case but i do think that's that's coming i will add to your deal there just a, a bit the system that i would be recommending and i am having all of our salesmen recommend right now a lot of people are like well the batteries are such a huge cost we would be recommending something such as the Solark or something that batteries could be added on to at a later time. And then you could start out now, but I really, really just because of the way the world is going, I really, I'm pushing people towards actually having that advantage of having that battery backup in case that grid, because in the case that of Texas, when the grid was going down, have you just been just grid tied? it would have done you no good. I mean, yeah. you you still, because the grid went out and since it didn't see grid, it was not pushing any energy. So that's the only thing I would add to it is really, I would. And it's going to happen fast too. From yeah. what, if you remember, I, well, I don't know, I'm older than you are, <laughs> but, but I remember as a kid, you know, it was, you know, one day you were going to the gas station, it was 59, nine. And then the next day you went to the gas station and it was, you know, it was 79, nine. And then it was something, you know, then yeah. it was, and, and I mean, well, we come right out of, I mean, we came right out of December and it was 189 and now it's one or 279 yeah, where we're two, at, you know, I mean, it, and raised 10 cents a week for, you know, eight to 12 weeks in a row, you know what I mean? And I, has not shown any signs of backing off, you know? So I, I think that's where, I think that's where we're going to be with a lot of things here very shortly. So, but again, thank you for tuning in. I know this was a little bit different. I, can't recommend enough to be prepared. Yeah. Get your self-reliant house in order. And power is a great way to acquire an asset that will help fend off a lot of these problems for you downstream. So thanks a lot for tuning in. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, email us at radio at mwands.com. You can follow us on our website, mwands.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Check out our store at mwands.com and buy some stuff. Buying stuff allows us to continue to produce our educational broadcasts, like our podcasts and YouTube videos. And most importantly, it keeps Lucy's doggy chicken treats coming. Thanks again.